The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, I'm Lauren McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, the largest online career resource built inclusively for women. I also have the privilege of hosting our new podcast, The Females. We're here to help with real talk career advice from CEOs, authors, creatives, and other experts to give you real strategies for building a successful career all on your own terms. Each episode of The Females is sure to not only inspire, but also to motivate you to take action and move your career forward. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes and follow along on careercontessa.com. Hey, it's Mariana. I am an influencer and co-founder of Summer Fridays, and this is the Life with Mariana podcast. So this episode, I have my friend, celebrity esthetician and founder of Shawnee Darden, Shawnee Darden herself. I've been going to Shawnee forever to do my facials. So I actually started going to her in 2013, I think. I was working as a TV host at the time and my skin was so terrible. I was wearing really, really heavy makeup at work. I was under studio lighting and I was going to red carpets to do interviews and I was just wearing so much makeup all day long and sweating and not taking proper care of my skin. I finally was like, I've got to see someone to get this under control. And that's when I started seeing her. She helped me change my entire skincare routine, change out my makeup, get frequent facials, and Shawnee changed my skin and has been my go-to expert for so long now. So if you want to hear more from Shawnee about her career, how she became a celebrity esthetician, her products, and some skincare tips, keep listening. And before we get started in the episode, I have to tell you guys that Jet Lag Mask is back in stock. It is available now at Sephora and Summer Fridays. So our iconic, award-winning, best-selling product is back now. It's the same formula that you know and you love, but it is free of essential oils and fragrance now, plus the addition of some skin soothing ingredients. So it's the same formula you love, just even better now. And I hope that you guys love it and it is available. So if you guys want to check it out at Sephora or Summer Fridays and coming soon to our other retailers. And I have a favor to ask you while you're listening to the episode, if you find anything interesting or motivating, or you think a friend would love this episode and hearing from Shawnee, just send it to one person because I would love if I had one new listener that you told about the podcast and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode because I got new ones every Tuesday. Now let's hear from Shawnee. Okay, Shawnee, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to be here. First, I think we should talk about how we know each other because I've been going to you for so long. And I think I got my first facial from you in 2013 because when was Lenny born? Oh my God, December 11, 12. So then I've been going to you since 2013 because she was like a baby, baby. Yeah. Is that really Lennon's birthday? I think that's Lennon. Yes, because I wanted it to be 12, 12, 12. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Uh, but, but I'm happy that she's 11. But yeah, <laughs> we, we've known each other forever. We've, I mean, it's been so long. And you so, remember Lenny used to be afraid of you a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. She was so tiny. I would look at her and she, <laughs> I was like, hello. And she just like stared at me like, who is this lady? And this is when you were doing facials in the back of your house. People ask me all the time, like, have you always had really good skin? And I'm like, no. Do you remember how bad my skin was when I first started to see you? I do remember. I remember. I remember the first time because I, I always, when someone has really bad skin, I'm always like, you never know if they're actually going to come back because that first facial is so like, you look so bad after that. You're like, you know, you just think the person destroyed you. And I, and I remember 
wondering if you were going to come back, but you just stuck with it. I wish I knew how long it took though, because I feel like it didn't take that long for your skin to clear up. Yeah, I think the issue was I was working at the time as a TV host and I would wear really heavy makeup and then I was under studio light. So I'd basically have a full face on for 12, 16 hours a day and yep. I'd be under really hot lights. And because I had to record in the morning and at night, I, would, I was like, well, I don't want to do my makeup twice. I would leave it on yeah. all day. <sighs> And yep. my pores were just so clogged. I was using the wrong products. And I remember you wrote a routine for me, an AM and PM skincare routine. And I was like, how will I ever remember to do this many steps? So I was like, what? Yep. And then you were like, no, it's easy. Like once you do it, like it'll be so routine. And now I'm like, let me just keep adding more steps to my routine because the more the, the, more the better. Yeah, you're very on it though, too. You you are very disciplined and on it. And then now, because your skin is perfect, like God forbid anything shows up, you think that it's like something serious because you're you have that fear from when you were breaking out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Shawnee. Yeah. So uh, getting to the point where you are in your career now, what even led you to becoming an esthetician? When I was really young, I, I was obsessed with skincare and I didn't know that's what I wanted to do, but it came from a very, very young age, like eight years old. I was mixing mass. I was pretty crazy with it, but I, I had, I didn't even know what an esthetician was. I lived in a small town. I don't think we even had estheticians. When I finally moved to LA, I just, for some reason, knew I wanted to work in a spa. And so I went to school to be a massage therapist, quickly realized there was no way I could do that. And then I went to school to be an esthetician and immediately knew like, that's what I'm going to do. So kind of crazy, but that's how it, it all happened for me. And then from there to now, I feel like you are the esthetician, like anyone before, you know, was like, how do I get in with Shawnee? Do you have the hookup? Can you tell her to like, take me? And like, everyone wants to get in to see you. So what are you most surprised by when you're doing celebrity facials? Because these are people who wear a lot of glam all the time. They always have different people applying products to their faces. They're always trying new products or lasers or treatments. Is there anything that surprises you when someone super famous comes in for a facial for the first time? I mean, it depends. I think for me, a lot of celebrities that I have seen, I'm not saying all because I have a lot of celebrities that I see that have perfect skin, but I'd say for a lot that they don't have good skin and it's not something that they necessarily have been treating or know how to treat because they're always working. They're always wearing makeup. They can always cover it and nobody knows. So I think that that I, I was always very surprised by that. Cause I'm like, you have all the access in the world. Like, why aren't you getting, you know, the treatments you need? I think it's just like really hard. I think a lot of them are also very lost, maybe can't trust people. And so um, that has always surprised me. So whether it's like a celebrity facial for the first time or like me as a, a new client, how do you figure out what products people need or what kind of consultations do you have with new clients? You know, I, I worked everywhere, plastic surgeon, dermatologist. So I, I really know skin really well as far as what someone needs. I'm also very simple and I've used the same lines for a long time. I, I, I usually don't need to like incorporate new things as much uh, as far as product wise goes. So I just kind of get it. I, I, I don't know, a little bit of intuition. I just, I usually get somebody right away and um, kind of, you know, we, I work with them a lot. You know, I don't just give a facial and the person just leaves. We text all the time. You know, if they're freaking out, something's happening, we tweak it here or there. So it's kind of like, that's part of the reason why I can't, 
see any more people than I can because a facial for me isn't just the facial. It's kind of like I am now that person's therapist. Literally forever. Because if I'm thinking about 2013 to now, I think about all the times I text you or freaked out or had to come in or I wanted to try a new product. And I'm like, hey, I found this line. What should I use from this brand? And so you're really like a resource to so many of us. And obviously like your your business has had to shift in the last year. So how did you have to change with your spa being closed? And obviously you have a product line but for other people, how can they get creative if they're in the beauty service industry and they have to try to pivot? I think it's really, for me, it's been more about social media. And I always text you or I text Jen Atkin as well. Just like I get a lot of advice from you guys, honestly, but it's just been for me more social media and making sure that I'm giving people advice that they need. I've now started doing more virtual consultations for people to kind of get them in the right direction because people are very, very lost. So I think that's been my biggest thing. Just try, I really try to give as much advice as I can on social media so that, you know, the people who are following me can get that information. Speaking of social, there's like a whole skincare influencer community and there's a lot of great information, but there's a lot of misinformation on there. What do you see when you see sometimes like there's like a trend going around where like this ingredient is so bad or never use this, but you know, as being someone who's done this for so long that that information's not right. So what do you think from your professional point of view when you see bad information floating around or how should, how can people know what to trust online? Oh God, I don't even know. It's so hard. I see so much of it and it bothers me. I try, I, I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Usually I don't want to ever bad mouth anyone, but um, it's a hard one. And like I said, for me, it's like all the people that I see and even people that I don't, they reach out and will ask me and I will gladly answer and give good information that I, you know, help people out. But it's, you know, it, it's definitely annoying. And I think that's the other thing with people is that everybody wants to follow what somebody else is doing. If there's a celebrity doing something, then, you know, people watching automatically think, oh, I should do that. I need that. And I think when you find a really good esthetician that knows what she's doing and you kind of follow that person's lead and they guide you through it, that's the best way, you know, to know what you're doing is to to have someone you can talk to. And if someone's not in like a major city or they're trying to figure out if someone is a good esthetician in their area, how do they kind of judge like, should I trust this business or this person, especially if you're going to someone that you want to like invest money in and get frequent facials? So I, it's the hardest question for me to answer because it's, it's just so, even for myself, when I first started, I used to go to different estheticians in um, Los Angeles. Any chance I would get, I would book a facial and go with them and try new people just just to see. And also I wanted a really great facial. And every time it was always very scary for me. And, and there were a couple of people that I found that were great. It's a scary thing. And I always say, this is my best piece of advice with that, but also a hard piece of advice is find someone that's worked for a dermatologist, find someone that hasn't been, you know, has trained with someone for a while. Um, You don't want to go get a facial from someone that just came out of school. And that's not to be mean, but it's just, especially when instructions and peels are involved, you just have to be really careful. I was fortunate enough that I worked for, before I went into school, I knew because in Los Angeles, it's so competitive out here. I knew that I would not be able to work in any kind of big spa. They would tell me to go to some place where I was barely going to get any training. So I became a receptionist at one of the biggest spas out here. 
And because I was there, I was able to learn everything from the girls who were there that had all been, they had all been working for at least five years and all of them had worked for a dermatologist. So I learned so much from that, just being in that. And then that's how I got a job working for a dermatologist. And when you're sitting with a doctor all day long, talking about different medication and skin conditions and everything, that's, um, you're going to, you're going to learn the most. So I would say if you can get that opportunity, that would be the best way to learn the most. And and like I said, even being, I didn't want to be a receptionist. I was a receptionist for years. And honestly, I, I learned so much from that. Okay, I'm taking a little break to tell you about a brand that I love, and I'm so happy that they are a podcast sponsor because I genuinely love their products so much. So the Array founders were on a few episodes ago. If you haven't listened to their episode yet, I would definitely go and hear them out because they talk about the brand in such a great way, and they're so passionate about the products that they created because it was something they really needed. So they have two supplements, a bloat and a calm supplement. I actually found them online through Instagram. I saw a friend raving about them, so I was like, I have to order. I ordered them. I tried them. And you know what I love about them is that they actually work. And that's why I've continued to use them. And I'm so happy to work with them um, ever since then. And Array was really created to help women feel their best so they can be their best. And they have targeted products, which are 100% natural, filler-free, organic, and formulated by a naturopathic doctor. So I've told this story before. One day I was feeling really anxious and I remember that I bought these. And when I took them, I instantly felt so much better. And so if you're someone who ever deals with that anxious feeling, you know how difficult it can be. So to find something that actually works is so helpful. And another product they have are the bloat capsules. And they're so versatile because you can really take them anytime. So whether you've had a plant-based meal or something heavier, it optimizes digestion with the use of five herbs and fruit-based digestive enzymes. And it's completely laxative free. And you are always asking me for a promo code for them. So if you want to try them for $5 off, go to Array.com and use my code Mariana at checkout. That's A-R-R-A-E.com and use my code Mariana at checkout for $5 off. So I'm taking a break for a moment from one of our sponsors, which is Skillshare. They're incredible. And the reason why I love them is because it's an online learning community that really offers membership with meaning. If you have been hearing me talk about it and you want to try it out, you can use my code skillshare.com slash life to get a one month free trial premium membership. There are so many amazing classes to take here from illustration, graphic design, photography, film and video. And if you are an aspiring influencer or you just want to better your content, there is a video for Instagram class. Tell an engaging story in less than a minute by Halise. She is a digital storyteller and video producer. And in this class, you'll learn how to find the inspiration for your content, pick a theme, how to edit, include text, and so much more. There's also a Skillshare class by Soledad O'Brien, and it is Powerful Storytelling Today, Strategies for Crafting Great Content, which you definitely want to learn from her about what makes a great story and preparation and how to lead a great interview. So you can discover so many classes regardless of your skill level. So whether you're a pro or it's a hobby or you're a master, it doesn't matter what it is. You will find something for you. So with this, you're really going to experience real improvement because there are hands-on projects and classes designed for actual real life. And it's so incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month, and you can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash life and get a one month free trial premium membership. That's one month of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash life. Now let's get back to the episode. When you're thinking about skincare concerns, when is it, when do you go to an esthetician versus when do you go to a dermatologist? 
That's a good question. If you're having a rash or like you're broken out pretty badly, I, I would definitely see a dermatologist. And like I said, for me, like people can text me and ask me questions because I've I worked for a dermatologist for so long. I've seen it all. So it's a little different. But I would say if you're breaking out really badly and you've been going through it, it's probably better to go to a dermatologist first. Okay, good to know. And then for people who are just starting out in this career, maybe they just finished school, any advice for new estheticians? Try to see if you can work for a dermatologist. Try to see if you can, you want to work for a place where they are, they're all about skincare. I think that that's really important. If you can't get a job there working as an esthetician, then be a receptionist, just get in there. So you're able to like learn from everybody else that's working there. You'll get, you'll get so much knowledge. And usually, you know, pre-pandemic when your spa is open, you are completely full, not taking new clients. So how did you grow your clientele over the years to become who, you're, who you are in your businesses today? I think a little, hopefully that I'm really good, but also that I'm very honest and um, I'm also really private. And I, especially in Los Angeles, that's just really important. And you know, I see all the same people. It's private. Everyone walks in. Nobody, you know what I mean? It's, it's very quiet. I think that that people really trust me because of that. And like I said, my honesty, I'm always going to tell people honestly, very what, honest. what, yeah, <laughs> beyond. So I think that people just trust me. For sure. And I think one of the things that most people outside of LA know you for is your product line and retinol reform being the most famous of all products. And I have been using it for since 2013. So I've been yeah. on retinol for a very long time since it was in the white package with like the little yeah. black like <laughs> logo on the front of it. And, and I stuck on myself. Uh, yeah, but I it's amazing. And people loved that product and now you've expanded into others. So for people that are new to retinol, what age should you start incorporating retinol into your routine and how do you start using it? I would say in your 20s, and it really just depends on genes and everything and how you've been taking care of your skin, but even like your late 20s, usually by your early 30s, you're going to start to see, you know, signs of aging. So that's when I would start. That's when I started. And um, you want to start with about once a week and add a day each week and use as often as your skin can tolerate it. You want to go into it slowly. You don't want to just start with any retinol and just start using it every day because it, it'll just be too much for your skin. It can cause breakouts and irritation. So you want to move into it very slowly. And the retinol is amazing. So if you guys haven't tried it, and then the alternate to that, if your skin can't tell or you're new is texture reform, right? So that's like a little lighter version. Yeah, that's a retinol palmitate. So it's a, it's more gentle, definitely more for someone with like rosacea or sensitivity. Okay. And then you have a new product that launched recently. So tell us all about this eye cream. Oh, I love this eye cream. The eye cream I have been working on for two and a half years. It's silly, but then the pandemic happened. So I had to like put it on hold, um, but it's great. It's got silk tree extract in it. So it helps with sagging and it immediately brightens the under eye area. What's great about it is I formulated it so you can use it on your eyelids, which is, I think, an area that we neglect a lot. It's super rich. It's got shea butter in it. So it's super hydrating, um, niacinamide for fine lines and wrinkles. I'm really proud of it. Honestly, it's probably one of my favorite products for sure. The texture is so good. I'm wearing it right now and I oh, like, so, I love it. It's great. I'm so glad. And between, you know, retinol and eye cream and texture reform and your other great products, where can everybody find the Shawnee Darden product line? Sephora.com. 
Sephora is amazing. We love Sephora. Yes, we do. Okay. So now I have a bunch of skincare questions people wanted me to ask you. And so ready for your advice. So a sample morning skincare routine and the order to apply the products. Sample morning routine. I'm just going to give you like basic um, because Mm -hmm. there's so many different things that you can add in. It just depends. But like you're a simple would be just cleanser, a vitamin C product, and then eye cream. If you can do an eye cream in the morning and then your sunscreen, your sunscreen, um, one that's hydrating enough that you don't need the moisturizer and sunscreen. And what about a sample PM routine? Cleanse, retinol, or any treatment product that you're using, eye cream, moisturizer. But obviously there's room for like hyaluronic acid and Mm -hmm. if you want to add other things, but that would be like your basic. And then if you're doing treatments and retinols, do you like them together on the same night or alternate nights? Alternate nights. So I wouldn't use anything. I'm not saying that you can't, that there aren't people that can't layer, but typically I would say you should alternate. I mean, layering on two different active things over time, it it can dry your skin out, cause irritation. So for me, I like to alternate. Yeah, I think for me, I think because I've been using retinol for so long now, it's fine if I use like a peel pad or like some sort of treatment or acid or something before retinol. But if my skin is like a little bit sensitive or drier, like my cheeks are pink at the time, I'll use them on alternate nights. I think it's just depends on your skin type. Yeah, I just always like to say alternate, but I to- I mean, I can layer on so many things that it's crazy, but I-, I think it's just to be safe because people that are, you know, for people listening that they get too overwhelmed and then all of a sudden they're breaking out and their skin's red and freaking out, so... You said cleanser in the morning too. A lot of people don't like to wash their face or don't think they need to wash their face in the morning. Why is it important to cleanse your skin when you wake up? It's, it's so important when you're sleeping. Um, just, you know, your skin can get oily. Um, you just want to remove any of the oil sleeping in the morning. If your hair's gotten on your face, whatever, although you should pull up your hair, but it's important to wash in the morning. You just, in the morning, I think it's important to use a gentle cleanser for sure. If you're going to use a cleanser with any acids in it, it should be at night. But for morning, I think just a nice, gentle cleanser. And for people in their 20s, should the skincare routine kind of be the same as you just said? Or is there anything that you should like add or subtract if you're in your 20s? I think that they can all be... It it, it depends on if you're using a retinol or not. But basically for all skin types and ages, it's kind of basically the same except for when you're really young. You just may have to add in different things. You know, your skin can change. It can get more dry. So you may have to add in things for hydration, but it's pretty much the same. And you really taught me the importance of SPF. I think I only really wore it on vacation. And then starting like now seven years ago, I've been wearing it every single day because you terrified me about sunscreen. But like for people (laughs) who still don't know why is sunscreen so important, even if you don't plan on being in the sun a lot that day? Yeah, it's so important. You know, all the complaints that people have about their skin. Oh, I'm getting dark marks and I have fine lines. I have wrinkles. What do I do? This is sagging. That's all um, from the sun. That's all from sun exposure. And it's just so important. Even if you're not out in the sun, even if you're inside your house, um, you know, you're going to get UV rays that penetrate through windows, through your car windows. It's just like, it's the most important thing and it will it will save you. I wish you could see my mom. My mom is the palest woman in the whole world and has never been in the sun and is crazy with sunscreen. And she's almost 70. And she just, I, I, every time I look at her, I'm like, God, I mean, she lo- looks so good. So it's, it's really important to wear sunscreen. And I think for so many people, 
wearing the sunscreen meant, oh, I'm going to break out. It's going to cause congestion. But there's so many sunscreens out now. There's a sunscreen for everyone. Definitely. And I think it's something that you've also passed on to your daughters who at a young age have an amazing skincare routine, but like they know to reapply their SPF. Yes. Yes. It's so important because I'm going to hear about it later. When Phoenix got her first pimple, you would have thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to her. So I'm like, wear your sunscreen because you're going to come after me later. Okay. So something you guys probably know about me is that I don't really cook that much. Sometimes I just don't have the time or the energy, especially something healthy. I end up like ordering food from somewhere. I'm busy or I'm running around or I'm working and doing things. And I honestly just don't feel that great when I end up ordering out for almost every meal. And all of this changed when I found Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious foods all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It literally only takes minutes to prepare and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is actually good for me. So Daily Harvest is ready when you are and everything stays really fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it so you waste less food too. So I don't ever have to really overthink my meals for the week because Daily Harvest has smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls or soups. And Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, including their recently launched almond milk, which is perfect because it's only made of almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. This is really convenient because I'm always stocked up whenever I need almond milk for my smoothies. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without the prep, which is just perfect for me and my lifestyle. And I know I always have something just in case I am hungry. So get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter the promo code LIFEWITHM to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code LIFEWITHM for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Now let's get back to the episode. How do you figure out what your skin type is? Because I think some people think they have dry skin or they think they have oily skin, but it's not actually yes. dry or oily. I think, you know, for everyone, that's a tricky thing. And I and not everyone can go to see an esthetician, but if you can, that's kind of the best way. Typically, if you're breaking out, you're producing oil. So there's some sort of oil production happening, whether that's your oily T-zone or you're oily all over. And if you are, you want to make sure you're using products that are more oil-free for sure. And for someone really dry, you're not going to have really any pores at all. And your skin typically will be, it can flake when it gets too dry. And then for a normal skin type, it's typically you might have your pore size might be a little bit bigger on your nose area, but everything else is kind of like, I'm more of a normal skin type. So you're not breaking out maybe an occasional pimple here and there. But other than that, it's always helpful to see someone to at least, you know, to be able to find out because you are absolutely correct that nobody knows their skin type. And I think that's the biggest problem. People use the wrong products for their skin. Which is what happened when I first started coming to you because you sat me down and you were like, okay, what are you using your tea right now? And I was telling you and you were like, why are you using these products? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought this was supposed to, what I was supposed to be using. And then you changed everything. And even down to like the makeup and stuff that I use, because I wasn't thinking about makeup still going on my face. I should be looking at my makeup. Like I look at my skincare. Yeah. And it happens out of nowhere too. someone that's using something that's too heavy for their skin. It's like, they're using it. Everything's going well. And then all of a sudden, you know, it might even be 
you know, weeks after you start breaking out like crazy and you're like, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? So it's important to know. And it's important to, when you're looking for products or you see somebody using a product, don't go and buy the product unless you know it's right for your skin type. And when you want to patch test a new product, like let's say you go to Sephora, you get a sample. What mm-hmm. do you, where do you like to patch test? I usually do like a little bit on like my jaw line so that if I get like that's, a, by my ear. So if I get a blemish or like a rash or something, you can't really yep, see it. That's exactly where I do it. That's a perfect way. And then you usually know, you usually know within 24 hours if you're going to have a problem. And then what do you do if you feel a pimple coming on? Well, right now, you know that I've always loved sulfur. Sulfur is my favorite ingredient. So I have a sulfur mask that I have people use and just put that on and leave it on and it won't over dry your skin. However, there's a couple of things. You can use um, LED light, blue light, and there's a lot of handheld devices. I love um, light stem. That's really good. It kills the bacteria. But also there are so many different um, patches that you can get now. I personally like stickers, um, but... There's so many different like acne patches you can put on. You just don't want to touch it and you've got to let it run its course. It depends, you know, if it's a cystic pimple, it may take at least a week for it to go down. But the more you touch it, the worse it will get. Oh, it's just the worst. I try my hardest. Um, You mentioned LED lights. What do they do? So if people don't know. Yeah. So LED is one of my favorite thing. Um, I typically work with red and blue light and LED we've been using forever. Just the technology has gotten better. Red light, it will help to reduce fine lines and wrinkles and boost collagen in the skin. Um, It just really deeply penetrates into the skin. So great for anti-aging and then blue light kills bacteria. So that's great for someone with acne Um, and you can use LED light every day. They have so many different handheld devices that are pretty affordable. So you can use it all over or just on a spot. And then what about diet or food advice for clear skin? Is there anything that we should be avoiding eating or drinking? Yeah, no dairy for sure. And you want to also just eat clean. I think that's really important. I mean, you eat so well, you know about that. I mean, stay away from refined sugars. Um, I'm really careful about what I eat. And for a lot of people it can really affect your skin. I'm not saying that's for everyone, but for a lot of people eating sugar and um, can just cause so many breakouts. And I think when you really like test it out, then you know. And so it's like, if you remove dairy from your diet and then you know you see your skin clearing up and then you want to try that piece of pizza, if you break out, you know that's where it came from and you can still have it here and there, but you'll know I might break out. Speaking of that, how do people get rid of like that deep acne scarring, especially if you have like texture? So with pit marks, you can't completely get rid of those. And I know people will say you can, but you you really honestly can't. Laser is the best thing to do to treat that um, as far as texture, but it will never completely remove it, which is why you need to start taking care of your skin when you're young. The other thing is retinol. Retinol is probably one of the best ingredients for scarring. And it just depends on which one you're using. It can take some time. Um, Prescription retinols are really great if you really have a lot of acne scarring. However, there's a lot of downtime um, and irritation, but it is worth it and it does make a difference. And, and if you're using an over the, over the counter, like my retinol, it just may take a little bit more time, but it definitely makes a difference. 
And then what about mask knee right now? How can people kind of avoid it from happening or treat it from, from when it happens? I would say to make sure if you can, and this is a hard one, especially now that we're like opening up and people are going to work, I would say try to not wear makeup under your mask. If you do have to wear makeup under your mask, you just need to clean clean the area right when you're right when you can. I think that's really important because everything's just getting hot and sweaty and it, and that's the biggest thing. So I would say remove anything that you have. And by the way, you should wash after regardless, even if you're not wearing makeup, you want to keep it clean. And also you and I love a silk mask, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that, that changed it for you. Obviously we can't wear a silk mask everywhere because we want to be even extra protected. But I think that wearing a silk mask when you can, allowing your skin to breathe a little bit more makes a big difference. What about rosacea? How can people help that in their skin? So with rosacea, you just have to be really careful. You have to know that, you know, drinking, um, especially wine, um, spicy foods, hot showers, hot yoga, hot anything is going to make it worse. Um, It's going to make it more inflamed. So you just have to know that you have to be very careful. Um, You want to use products that are really gentle. For some people, they can use a very gentle retinol, probably not nightly. um, But overall, you're using products that are really gentle for your skin, a gentle cleanser. You're not scrubbing. You shouldn't scrub anyways, but you're not scrubbing just everything that keeps your your skin really calm. Also with rosacea, you tend to get like a dry, the top of your skin, the first layer will be like almost very dry, especially like on your cheek area. So you want to make sure that you're using a good moisturizer, but not, not something that's too heavy because then that can almost cause breakouts in that area. And then when spas are open again, how often should people be getting professional facials? When we go back or people are back, once a month is ideal. If your skin is really good and you're really on it, as far as a good skincare routine, every month and a half is great. And if you can't afford that, just having a routine, whether that's like every two months I can go or whatever that is, but stick with that routine. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. And everyone pick up Shawnee's products at Sephora because the line is amazing. Any new products we can look forward to soon? Oh gosh, I'm working on a couple right now. So hopefully I won't take too long, but my (laughs) next one is very good. I'm very excited about it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure people will have so many follow-up skincare questions. So if they do, you guys can follow Shawnee at Shawnee Darden. Thanks, babe. I love you. Love you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.